welcome again to Inclusive Occupations, sharing stories of not just being invited to the party, but dancing. I'm your host, Savita Sundar. This podcast is a space to learn and be inspired to create a world where people of all abilities live experiencing the oneness that comes from interdependence. In today's podcast, I want to introduce you to our special guest, Sam Drayson, founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Changing Perspectives. The first step to inclusion is awareness. I doubt if we can truly embrace our oneness if we are not aware of or acknowledge our differences. The first person I could think of to bring to our show was Sam because I personally know what he stands for and for the devotion he shows to this mission. I feel so fortunate to have met him. I have attended his presentations and I have used his curriculum with my students. We also invited him to talk to some of our middle school students um, and the impact he had on them was so palpable. Let's get straight to Sam and hear about changing perspectives directly from the founder. Welcome, Sam. Um, I'd like for you to share with the listeners what is Changing Perspectives and what you hope to be able to offer to schools, teachers, and students through this. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Savita, for inviting me to uh, to be your first guest on your podcast series. Um, thank you. Changing uh, Perspectives, we are a uh, 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, we work mm-hmm. with schools all across the country in mm-hmm. really supporting schools on how they can create more uh, really inclusive learning environments for all students. And, mm-hmm. you know, we really try to take a holistic approach and ensure that the work that we're doing in schools isn't viewed as a one-off or a one-and-done, but really putting um, pieces in place to achieve systemic change. And we Mm -hmm. do that through offering schools curriculum resources, consultations and professional development trainings for educators um, and parent programming. Um, So I'm I'm really hoping that this opportunity allows me to to share a little bit more about the work that we do um, and and educate folks on the specific work that Changing Perspectives does, the specific curriculum and consultations and trainings, um, but also more generally kind of the theory behind the work. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. That is my intention too, because what you guys, what you're doing is such amazing work and it has to get out there. Um, So I know that we have had this talk about how people feel so uncomfortable when they have to talk about disabilities. The disability community is the largest minority group, right? Yet, there is a level of unease when it comes to it. What do you think? Why do you think this is so? I think that's such a great question. And when you think back on your own schooling, you know, we think Mm -hmm. about in school, we learn about diversity, but oftentimes Mm -hmm. that's really limited to race, religion, culture, right? We don't really talk about disability. Um, And you're right. It is the largest minority group in the world. It's the only minority group that actually crosses all religions, all races, all socioeconomic groups, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the reason why people are uncomfortable talking about it is honestly because we've never talked about it before. Um, Our educational system, um, 
you know, was not built to be inclusive. It was built to be exclusive. Um, mm -hmm. It was built to have to, you know, to track kids and to have certain kids in classroom A and certain kids in classroom B. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think because we've never talked about it, and, and the more that we don't talk about it, I think the greater the gap between ignorance and awareness. Um, and yeah. as that gap grows, it becomes or continues to be more uncomfortable and un uneasy to discuss mm -hmm. concepts around disability. So we simply just don't. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Um, I have some family members who are very educated and, 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 you know, very inclusive in every area. But when I talk about my work or when I talk about disabilities, they just get this uneasiness and, un and, and this feeling of discomfort, which I have noticed myself. So um, I, I know exactly what you're saying right now. Yep, yep, yep. So um, my next question is, I know you started your organization and program initially with the idea of disability awareness, but then now you talk, if I look at your website, you talk more about social emotional learning. And I am aligned with this idea personally, but before I say anything, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Why would you call it social emotional learning versus disability awareness? Well, partly for the reason that we just talked about in the previous question which is um, a lot of folks, when they hear disability, immediately kind of uh, turn the other way. It makes them feel so mm -hmm. uneasy that they're not um, even interested in engaging um, mm. what is disability awareness. There's also seems to be a, a, a misconception about disability awareness versus disability advocacy. And that mm. sometimes folks interchange those terms and those are very two um, completely different concepts. And so what we're really look using now is the concept of social emotional learning is really the umbrella uh, idea in which all of these other concepts around inclusion and equity and disability awareness fit under. Mm -hmm. um, social emotional learning is really those, those universal um, transferable skills around mm -hmm. identifying who we are as people, understanding how we manage ourselves, how we interact with others, how we mm -hmm. demonstrate empathy and perspective taking and, 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 and all of that. And so I, yep. I think it's just packaged with in a, in a more acceptable exactly. way when you have it as social emotional learning. And I really think it is social emotional learning because we talk about 21st century skills for our students. What better way than to hands-on, you know, have this experience to know about people who are very different from them and, and be able to work together with them. So, yeah, I think, I think it makes total sense. So um, I have shared that occupational therapists in the school system are primarily utilized at the personal level or in the immediate context of a student, meaning they mostly work directly with a student to address identified areas of need, and it's mostly deficit reduction, right? So um, with how rapidly our world is changing, we know that opportunities have increased. Technology has opened up possibilities beyond what we could have imagined, say, a couple of decades ago. The growth continues to be exponential. So at this time and age, creating opportunities becomes a better intervention strategy than fixing problems. So considering this, OTs um, in schools can address participation even more effectively 
by stepping out of that immediate context of a student to a community level that is taking on the leadership to organize programs and coordinate resources. And there are so few of us OTs to service an entire school district. How can we make the greatest impact? And I think the school administration can put us to better use. So changing perspectives, social emotional learning curriculum can be a fantastic resource for OTs who want to take this first step to culture change. I personally have used your middle school curriculum, Sam, on disability awareness, and I love the videos and the activities it comes with. Um, can you talk about how your lessons are structured and how flexible they are? Sure. Well, one of the things that we did very intentionally when we designed the kind of format um, of our curriculum is really ensuring that it is not a prescribed program. You don't start at mm -hmm. unit one, lesson one, and read a script, and then go on to unit one, lesson two, and read another script. Um, that we understand mm -hmm. that every school, every classroom uh, is unique. Um, the needs um, are different, and the needs are constantly changing. So our curriculum, um, I really like to think about it as an online pre-curated library of resources that mm -hmm. an educator, an OT, whomever can really pick and choose from and use mm -hmm. in whatever order um, and whatever way is going to be most meaningful and relevant to their students. Um, with that being said, we've also, um, as you know, from using the, the curriculum, um, have a wide a variety of resources. So there's videos, there's suggested books you can read, there's art projects, there's role-playing activities, there's discussions, yes. there's short activities, and there's long activities. So really providing a, a plethora of different resources you can access. Yeah, this is an amazing resource for teachers to have. I mean, it not just addresses the social, emotional learning and disability awareness, but there's just so much more, right? So much, so, so much more of curriculum material that are embedded into the program. So which is really, really helpful and, and nice for teachers. And, and, and I think um, they should be aware of what exists out there. Um, so I also, um, you know, like being able to take whatever one lesson for a month or a week or, or given a situation, say they have a new student coming into the classroom with a certain disability and they want to learn more about it. You have it there, right, Sam, in the, in the, curriculum definitely 100 yeah, percent. yeah we're trying to make life easier for teachers by putting this stuff together so they don't have to go out and spend their time finding it or recreating it yeah yeah this is so helpful this is so helpful so if there is one final note you'd like to leave for our listeners who are mostly ot's in the school system special education teachers and other school personnel what would that be Wow, that's a, a good question and a good ending note. Um, I really think, you know, what we're trying to do is provide resources to schools so that schools can really empower the students today to be the change makers for inclusion of tomorrow. Uh, and that starts with awareness. Yes, 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 yes. That is so true. That is so true. Yeah. How can we facilitate oneness if we're not aware of the differences, right? So, yeah, it's wonderful. And um, so to know more about Changing Perspectives, listeners, please go to changingperspectivesnow.org. And I'm going to add it to the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in, listeners. Um, thank you so much, Sam, for being in the show. And um, I, and I love uh, your feedback, listeners. So 
um, until soon. Goodbye for now.